It's Tuesday, July 20th, 2010. Confirmed yet again, it's the hottest year on record so far. Fossil fuel death toll still rising. Plus, the three-month mark of the BP oil disaster in the Gulf and all the oily mess that goes with it. All of that oily mess and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You journalists are pathetic. You journalists are the ones that will be responsible for the end of the republic. We're doing our part, Glenn Beck, and clearly you're doing yours. This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is sponsored in part by Velvet Revolution's Stop the Chamber campaign. Holding corporate criminals accountable. Please log on, sign in, and donate to StopTheChamber.com today. That's StopTheChamber.com. All right, Des, three long, hot, oily months since we've been dealing with this uh, BP mess. A couple of stories caught my eye, actually, this morning. One, our friend John Aravosis over at America Blog discovered that BP has been photoshopping photographs on the front of their webpage in regard to uh, the uh, command center for this cleanup mess. If they're photoshopping that, what else are they uh, photoshopping and lying about, Des? Yeah, you know, BP trying to make things look better than they are. What, what are they going to do? BP doing that? Second, uh, they had apparently a secret hotline for politicians only to get concert tickets and sports tickets and so forth. Little wonder, then, that uh, all of our politicians are so corporatist-friendly to uh, folks like BP and so forth. It Um, isn't a pretty picture, is it? It it isn't. Am I overstating it to say that this is pathetic? And when the hell are we going to get these corporations out of our elections and their dirty hands off of our dirty politicians? Oh, you're not overstating it at all. But more on that in a moment. June 2010 was the hottest June on record and the hottest January through June this year worldwide, according to NOAA, the National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration. And if that sounds familiar, it should. It's in addition to a similar announcement last week from the scientists at NASA. And yeah, it's important that we have to keep repeating this about it. You know, the hottest June, the hottest year, and so on and so forth, because the uh, climate change denial industry has been spending millions of dollars to let folks know that the planet has been cooling since 1998. Complete and utter nonsense. And at the same time, now that it's the middle of winter in the southern hemisphere, Argentina is in the grip of a deadly cold snap that's taken the lives of at least nine people so far. And that's kind of hard to wrap your northern hemisphere brain around it, especially with a series of record-breaking heat waves in North America this summer. But we did have a record-breaking winter this year, and an increasing trend toward more extreme weather events is in line with climate scientists' predictions. Japanese car company Honda has announced it will launch two versions of an electric car in the U.S. in 2013. Yay! Yes, one will be my electric car. One will be an all-electric car. The other will be a plug-in hybrid, both of which can be charged at home. It's been a bad year for workers in the fossil fuel industry with a spate of deaths in coal, oil, and gas extraction industries. Three back-to-back coal mining accidents in China over two days this weekend have killed 36 miners. 16 are still trapped in a flooded mine shaft. China remains the deadliest country for coal miners with over 2,600 killed in 2009 alone. And still not a tragic algae farm death so far this year on record. Not yet. While much of our attention has centered on the environmental impacts, let us not forget that the explosion killed 11 American citizens. 
That was Representative G.K. Butterfield, Democrat of North Carolina, this morning at a House hearing on the history of offshore drilling regulation at the Interior Department. It was three months ago, April 20th, that 11 men lost their lives when the Deepwater Horizon rig exploded. That's a part of this tragedy eclipsed by the overwhelming environmental disaster that was to follow. Now, the well remains shut for now. It's good news that the new tighter cap is holding. Pressure testing of the well integrity and seismic surveys continue. For now, there are signs of leaking outside of the cap, and seepage has been found less than two miles from the wellhead, but both the government and BP say these seepages appear to be minor and shouldn't be problematic at this point as long as the pressure continues to rise in the new cap. And keeping an eye on this pressure, that's the concern that if too much pressure builds that this well could blow sideways and we'd have an even bigger mess Or collapse, and then we'd have perhaps irreversible damage that would be even harder to stop. Is that why we're seeing this stopping and starting on the testing for another 24 hours? Yes, so but forth. so far, the well integrity seems to be holding. This is good news. Now, conflict did emerge over the weekend between the federal government and BP over next steps. BP executives declared the cap would remain in place, but Admiral Thad Allen said the cap would be opened to allow collection efforts to resume. Now, for now, the cap will stay on amid continued testing. And is the concern here that if they open this cap to get full production, they will finally know once and for all exactly how much oil has been leaked into the Gulf day in and day out. Well, it's no secret that restarting collection of the oil will allow for that definitive measurement of just how much oil has spewed. They seem willing to um, doctor those facts, much as they doctored their own website photos. For much more on all of this and the other stories we didn't get to today, please see our website, greennews.bradblog.com. You can subscribe and download our broadcasts anytime for free via iTunes. Listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher Radio. And, of course, follow us on the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.